What's up, everybody? What's up, my lovelies? What's up, listeners? What's up, goblins? What's up, nerds? What's up, my worldly weirdos? You know what time it is. It's time to Mad Gab. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the first ever podcast edition of Mad Gab with Maggie. For those of you who may not know who I am, I used to have a radio show on WPCD 88.7, but because of pandemic circumstances, I am now trying my hand at doing a podcast. So hopefully this will be a fun little talk show for y'all out there, and I'll try to do, you know, minimal editing. I'll try to run this as my normal radio show, and hopefully you guys will have a lot of fun uh, listening to me mad gab, and hopefully you'll have a lot of fun learning about a lot of cool, weird stuff that I will be talking about. This show is divvied up into several different segments, one of the major ones being nerdy news, which is a topic I'd like to call myself an expert in. However, I'll basically be sharing cool stories and news that I find interesting, worth worth noting, or downright so silly that it must be shared with the world. With that in mind, let's get to the nerdy nonsense. Our first story is some weird yet kind of sad news to start off with. Sorry to be a bummer on the first episode here, but Chuck E. Cheese Pizza and Arcade is filing for Chapter 13. Yes, even Charles Entertainment Cheese, that is the mouse's name, as I just found out, cannot escape the devastating blow that is capitalism. Even before the horror affliction is what I'm going to call the big scary disease ravaging the world right now for legal reasons, Chuck E. Cheese wasn't doing too hot to begin with. The once-beloved franchise of pizza, video games, and the mentally scarring, animatronic, anthropomorphic band members singing renditions of Happy Birthday to You in a dimly lit party hall, air quote, could not avoid the fact that they simply have lost their popularity, mainly because their original target audience members from the early 90s are now fully grown adults. They can't get drunk in Chuck E. Cheese because it's considered rude and public intoxication. Whereas in David Buster's, one of the main competitors of Chuck E. Cheese, you can drink, play video games, and have a grand old time just being an adult. Before filing for bankruptcy, however, Chuck E. Cheese had been trying to up its game in the last decade by adding Oculus VR headsets to their video game lineup, and as well as offering game apps on Google Play to their younger audience members. Despite all of this, it isn't certain that the old 90s arcade franchise will ever bounce back. You can find more info about this story on CNBC.com or the NewYorkPost.com. Some of you may not know this because some of you may just be listening to me for the first time ever. If so, hello. Thank you for tuning in to this weird and wonderful show. Uh, I'm a 90s kid. It's pretty obvious the way I talk, the way I do a lot of stuff. I used to go to Chuck E. Cheese uh, when I was a kid, when I was like really little, like when I was five years old and stuff. Uh, when my grandma was still around. We're not going to get into that, though, because that's really sad. Uh, I remember going to Chuck E. Cheese, and I remember crawling around in the tubes that they had, like, towards the ceiling. I remember playing, like, Spider Stomp, which is one of the coolest games. I'm not going to lie. That's a really cool game, and I love it a lot. If I see an arcade and I see Spider Stomp, that's the first thing I'm going to. I'm telling you that. You know, it is sad to see that it is going underway, but, again, a lot of its audience members have grown up. We're all... You know, in our 20s and our 30s, a lot of us have grown up and kind of gotten away from the whole Chuck E. Cheese play place thing. And, you know, play places are kind of gross. Let's let's all be honest here on that note. Play places are pretty, pretty gross. They're just germy cesspools. We're going to diverge from that, though. 
Uh, Y'all may have heard about this already. This is some nerdy news, so maybe you haven't, though. Twitch recently underwent a blackout to recognize victims of sexual and racial abuse. This is a sad story. This might be a little bit uh, hard to talk about for some people, but I wanted to cover it because it is an important thing to be talking about right now. By this, I mean several dozen Twitch streamers stopped their streams and subscriptions for 24 hours in response to multiple allegations of sexual assault and abuse against community members and video game industry workers. According to BBC News, members of the community have stated that Twitch has not acted fast enough in response to these allegations. Twitch has released a statement recently in the light of the situation, stating, quote, We are reviewing each case that has come to light as quickly as possible, while ensuring appropriate due diligence as we assess these allegations, unquote. Despite this, many of its users are encouraging people and subscribers to stay off the website for 24 hours in hopes that the company will act quicker and more responsibly when these situations arise in the future. More info about this can be found on Twitch's blog and Polygon.com. This was a super serious thing. I believe this happened last week. Sometime last week, the blackout happened. A lot of people stayed off Twitch. They did not stream. They didn't let any subscribers, uh, any new subscribers into their uh, revenue services. Uh, Twitch, again, did release a statement saying, hey, we're trying to do our best about the situation because it is disheartening to hear about such a you know, hard thing because, you know, sexual assault allegations and racial abuse allegations are super serious matters that we do need to discuss in a healthy and, you know, quick manner because these things can be super impactful. They are super impactful. I shouldn't say should are. They are. They're super impactful. And, you know, we need to be discussing them. We need to be making actions against them, direct action against it. You know, Twitch is doing their best to do what they can about all of these allegations. They had more than 70 people come forward with allegations against major name streamers. None that I can name because I can't remember. I'm not a big Twitch person, um, unfortunately. I know I can't really call myself a real nerd. But, you know, uh, there's a there's been a lot of people who have come into the limelight with these allegations. So, sad to hear, but I'm glad they are taking step forward to try and remedy the problem. Here's some weird stuff, though, we are going to get into. Uh, Here's a sentence I bet you've never thought you would hear, but screw it, 2020 might as well be a horrible Black Mirror episode that we just want to end already. Beavis and Butthead is being rebooted for a Gen Z world by Comedy Central. Yep, that's a headline I read from Entertainment.com, written by James Hibbard. This is a thing. The 1993 MTV series about two teenage delinquents, Beavis and Butthead, is being renewed for an additional two seasons on Comedy Central. However, it may not be exactly as some remember it to be. Mike Judge, the creator and voice actor for the show, explains that it seemed like the time was right to get stupid again. Comedy Central also said in a press release interview that in this iteration, Beavis and Butthead are entering a whole new Gen Z world with meta-themes relatable to both new and old fans, Gen X parents and their Gen Z kids. While this may not be the first time the show has gotten a revival, the first one being back in 2011, hopefully this will be an interesting new take on these two teenage hooligans. I was not a fan of the show growing up, but I thought this was interesting because it just came out today on July 1st, Wednesday, uh, 2020. And I read, I read the whole article. It's a nice short little article. You can find it on entertainment.com, like I said. 
But, you know, they're getting the reboot and it's going to be aimed towards Gen Zers, but people who grew up with the show, Gen Xers, will probably also find it very interesting and, like it said, very meta humor, meta themes that is relatable for everybody. So hopefully it'll be the best of both worlds for everybody and hopefully it'll be successful. Now we're getting to the random fact of the day. Well, it's come to the end of the show, but for those of you who have listened to my radio show in the past, I like to sneak in a little random fact of the day that I found interesting, hilarious, or incredibly terrible to all of my shows. So, for this week's episode, here's your random fact of the day. Did you know that in order to legally give somebody a tattoo in South Korea, you must have a medical license? Tattoos in South Korea hold an old taboo for being associated with organized crime members. While the stereotype has slowly faded away, the act of getting a tattoo is still seen as an invasive and medical procedure due to the skin pricking and bleeding. Henceforth, the medical license that you need to give people tattoos. This was a precious little nugget of info was brought to you by Factslides.com. No, I'm not being sponsored, but I like to give credit where credit is due. Thanks everyone for joining the debut of my series, and I hope you tune in again for some more nerdy nonsense. Gab with you later! If you like the show and want updates on future episodes slash content, please check out the Mad Gab Facebook page link in the description and give us a like or a follow. Thanks again for tuning in.